Welcome to episode 23 of The Bull Run, the in-house podcast for snooker professional Stuart Bingham. It's sponsored by Q Creator, the experts in bespoke Q design. It's a show in which I, sports journalist James Colasanti, ask Bull Run about recent results and life on tour. Uh, okay, mate, so it's the first one of these for a while. Um, first of all, how are you keeping today? You okay? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Good, good. Um, I haven't had a chat with you since um, since the Championship League uh, in early June. Um, I'm sure uh, anybody who follows you know, but you, you progressed after topping Group 1, featuring Jamie Clark, Jordan Brown and Ricky Walden. Um, and then you came through a, a winner's Group C, featuring um, Ronnie O'Sullivan, Harvey Chandler and uh, Sam, is it Craggy or Craigie? I haven't heard it said. Um, and then the final group, it was a 3-0 defeat to eventual champion Luca Bressel, um, 2-2 with Ryan Day and a, and a 3-1 win over Ben Williston. Um, and, and, and due to the format, in the end, not enough for you to um, secure the title. Um, we, I think we spoke about this last time, I think it was after the, the initial group. It was at uh, this event played behind closed doors in Milton Keynes. Um, how did it feel when you finished up? You know, how did you, you know, sort of reflect on it when you came away? It seemed like it was it was quite successful overall, but but what were your kind of views on it? Yeah, it was it's just good to be back. Um, if someone would have said that before and before the sort of tournament, I'd have maybe grabbed their hand off. No one, no one really was match sharp. So uh, yeah, to come third eventually, it was a it was a good result. But yeah, brilliant tournament. Uh, good to get people sort of back playing. And uh, I think it was a good, great success, really, for, for everyone involved. Yeah, I felt for you. I know uh, from speaking to you last time and all the players, uh, you all did really well. It sort of seemed like it was a bit like the Hunger Games of the snooker world for a while because <laughs> yeah. you were all kind of locked up and tested. And it must have been quite an experience. I bet you were glad to, to just sort of come away and, and get back home sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah, it was, it was nice to actually get some sort of fresh air, like freedom yeah. fresh air. Yeah, there was a place where you could uh, for the smokers and that to go out and and have a smoke and that, but uh, yeah. to get some freedom, get in the car and yeah, just sort of uh, yeah, just to be driving back home, it, it was nice. Yeah, on the action itself, um, it, it was strange with the, with the group sort of format, and it was there were ifs, buts, and maybe's all the way along, and and you were right in into the to the, the penultimate match. Um, you know, what were your sort of views on that, how you played and how it, how it sort of went? I suppose. Yeah, so so I was happy. Um, Happy with the game, really. Sort of got maybe probably a bit lucky in the in the first group. Um, obviously going through on a high break against Ricky Walden, uh, and then sort of knowing what I needed to do in the second group against Ronnie. Um, I just sort of took my chances. Obviously he didn't lose a match before then, but uh, yeah, he gave me a chance, and it just clicked for me that game. So um, yeah, it was obviously I had a slow start against Sam Craigie. Um, both of us were struggling a little bit and he he got going to sort of in the end to beat me three one. But yeah, I think we was three of us were tied on six points and uh say uh, I, I knew I needed a three 0 win against Ronnie to get through and uh so I just took my chances. And then again in, in the final group just had a bit of a slow start in the first frame against uh, Luca. Had a couple of chances, didn't take him and then for the second and third frame, he didn't miss a ball, so mm. couldn't really do much other than, much about that. Uh, got going in my second group, uh, second game against Ben Williston, played pretty well, and then um, I, I knew I needed to to have any chance to beat um, Ryan in the last. And uh, I don't think he could have won it, but he, he could have maybe really finished second or third. So mm. he didn't really have much to play for in in that uh, aspects. And uh, he, I thought we threw his arm at a few things. 
Yeah. And uh, got maybe a little bit lucky here and there. But uh, yeah, all in all, sorry, come out of there third. And it was uh, just good to get back playing under sort of match conditions. And uh, felt, so I felt pretty sharp in that last group. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was an enjoyable watch. It looked like a, a surreal environment for, to be a player in, sort of thing. You know, keeping an eye on, and you say the permutations of the, you know, the group and all, and all the rest of it. So yeah, no, well done to you and all the guys. But um, we've got some snooker going on at the moment. It's, it's obviously the Tour Championship. Uh, I see Trump and Maguire into the first semi on Wednesday. Um, you've been sort of following along. Who, who do you fancy to to win that one, mate? Um, I I think obviously followed the first couple of days. Been mm. busy myself, so. Uh, obviously heard that Maguire had six tons, I think, in, in his group, uh, in his first match, sorry. Um, Dud sort of got going, looks like Higgins was a little bit sort of rusty. Not, I don't think he's practised that much through the lockdown, but uh, mm. yeah, it's sort of, um, yeah, it's good to obviously watch some snooker and uh, when I get the chance and um, yeah, sort of just keep my eye on it and and see, I think with Maguire winning his his sort of first match, he might have pushed me down a spot as well for the uh, right. for the worlds. Oh, I see, he's got implication. Well, down to fourteen, would that be? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know who else could jump above me or what, but uh, mm. um, yeah, just obviously that's the next thing for me. The end of June. Yeah, I was going to come come on to that. We seem to have moved into, you know, uh, build up to the world. You know, there's been reports about it and stuff. Um, now, I'm going to try not to get you in trouble with Michelle here, but I, I read an article this morning with the headline, uh, five times world champion Ronnie O'Sullivan says he could have enjoyed more su- sustained success in snooker if he had stayed single. Um, now, essentially, after reading the article, it looks like it was an Instagram chat between Ronnie and Hendry in which they agreed that um, Judd Trump has benefited from, you know, being single and, and the focus that brings. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that subject, mate? Um, well, obviously, I don't think it was being single that, that's made him. I think it's his brother. Um, he, he Obviously, he did have a girlfriend for a while, but um, since, obviously, they've split up, he, he has gone... He has done good, but say I think he's getting his brother involved, just having that companion, yeah. having a good friend or a brother next to you, it, it does help. Mm. Um, I, I think, obviously, for me, I, I, got, I had all my success when I got with Michelle, yeah. so I can't really uh, agree with that. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's. I'm right. trying to get. I'm trying to get some brownie points. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. I was going to say you played that one really well, <laughs> but in, in, in fairness, that is absolutely true. I know from from, yeah, from studying that period, yeah. Yeah, I think I think like like just sort of settling, like settle down, and yeah. uh, Judd obviously he loves have a sort of plays in Vegas and things like that. So I think he's calmed that down a, a tad, and yeah. he's yeah he's just putting the hands in and practicing. So yeah, you're looking forward to the world. I bet you are, aren't you? It's time to start gearing up soon. Yeah, yeah, just itching, yeah, itching to sort of get back on the table and play. It just so it was nice last last week or whenever it was. Uh, take it under match under the match sort of play but uh, sort of now it's um, waiting game for that mm. any idea with the Crucible this year how it's all going to play out with, with everything going on uh, of like well Snooker been talking to you or is it just too early to know exactly you know what procedures guidelines all the rest of it have you got any idea at this stage um, no uh, I've heard sort of a, a few stories that the hotel was all done um, but I don't know how it's going to work out because it ain't going to be under like the obviously the 
the crucial roof where it was in Milton Keynes. We was all like in one building. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Obviously, crossing the road, I don't know if we've got to wear masks or obviously practicing. Mm. Um, so I think I think they're trying to get people involved, like some uh, audience. But um, I'm not sure if obviously they've got to go on the guidelines by the government. So yeah. um, I just think it's a waiting game for that. Yeah. Obviously, the the qualifiers have been announced in Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, just beforehand, so that, that's good. Yeah, it's, um, it's a bit of a while away as well, isn't it? I mean, talking end of July, and the way things are at the moment, things seem to be moving so rapidly, it could be a completely different climate by then, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you never know. It could There could be a second spike and it could be cancelled or yeah. it could sort of, the way it's going, it, it's all looking good, that it's all slowing down a bit and uh, it's, um, yeah, hopefully it'll be good for, for everyone, not just obviously the snooker. Yeah, just a bit more normality, Absolutely. Um, now, before we go, I've got to mention, um, it's a local curry house. I saw your Instagram uh, photograph the other day. Um, it was a visit to the Delhi Akash in Langdon. Uh, I'll, I'll just read your post. It said, Snooker champ Stuart Bingham stopped by for his Indian takeaway this evening, supporting a uh, small local business. Hope you enjoyed your meal. Um, and then I just want to make this point. As of today, uh, don't forget from Monday, we're offering complimentary meals to all NHS workers. So get along to the Delhi Akash in Langdon for that. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, as, as the uh, owner says, small token of appreciation um, is the least we can do for all their hard work. Um, you have a nice ruby there, mate. What did, what did you get when you popped up? Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I do like experimenting. I normally sort of go for a madras, um, but um, I just said, go on, just make me something special. And I think I had a chicken tikka sari paffia. Right. I don't know. How you, I don't know how you even say it, but um, it was absolutely gorgeous. Nice bit of spice to it, and uh, had a bit of a kick, yeah. did it? Yeah, it's just absolutely gorgeous, and can't wait to. Obviously, I'll start on on the menu, so I know what to order next time. But yeah. uh, a few people, have, a few friends have said like, "Oh, on your recommendation," and I said that oh, it's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, uh, can't wait to. Uh, can't wait to go there again. Absolutely. So it's the Delier Cash in Langdon. I will leave the name and a link to the website on the show notes here. So have a click through and, um, and pop along and see them. And obviously, particularly if you're NHS staff, go and get um, get your free bit of grub. Um, but Stu, that's great. Thank you very much for your time today. Have a good week, on you, mate? Yep. Cheers, Andrew. <laughs>